Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up, though? Rigo and Chris, hold it down for you on your turn it on and leave it on station. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey. And the Odyssey app is Mike McCarthy's offense actually hindering Dak Prescott. We'll answer that question here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula if you want to get at us on Twitter with you until 11 p.m. tonight. Appreciate you joining us, however, and wherever you may be listening to us, including on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button while you are there, and you can listen to any episode anytime on demand for our fine show. Coming up, oh, in about 16 minutes or so, a little surprise segment from our guy Reginald Atatula because he's like, look, I got a segment, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's right. We're going to debut a little something. <clears throat> so um, we're going to find out exactly what that is together on the Get Right coming up here in about 16 minutes or so. It is official, though, before we get to the uh, Dak Prescott conversation. And it's the Mike McCarthy conversation. And Mike McCarthy conversation. The Astros will meet the Texas Rangers in the American League Championship Series as the Astros dispatch of the Minnesota Twins tonight as they win that series three games to one, they will meet at Minute Maid Park beginning on Sunday. That's right. So the series that I think as the postseason started to you know move forward here, we were hoping and anticipating to see, and it is the winner of the American League West versus the wild card winning um, Texas Rangers for the right to go to the World Series in 2023. And I can only imagine the feelings going through Jared Sandler right now. <laughs> Knowing. He's hype. I, look, I bet he is. And every Rangers fan like him who is uh, wanted to put this team down. Could you imagine if after you... all the years of controversy with the Houston Astros that this would be the team, the Rangers, to be the one to maybe put them in dirt for good? When it comes to this particular, um, what has been a low-key dynasty for the Houston Astros, having now made seven consecutive American League Championship Series appearances with their now most recent one. Every, hey man, every era has to end. The Rangers have an opportunity to end one. 
Well, in era of football, I think Cowboys fans are probably tired of seeing already, even if it's been five games, which is the Mike McCarthy play calling era. <laughs> because so far, um, there have been mixed results, Reg, when it comes to the Texas West Coast offense, if you will, and the quick passing game that Mike McCarthy has incorporated for his quarterback. After, of course, last year, despite missing five games, Dak Prescott threw 15 interceptions. So the question is, is Mike McCarthy's offense actually hindering one reign Dakota Prescott? I don't really want to, like, take it from the perspective of Dak Prescott himself. I want to take it just, like, from the offense as a whole. Because, Mm -hmm. again, Dak Prescott ends up being entirely polarizing, and I don't really want to focus there. Like, this is way more about McCarthy than it is about Dak Prescott. And as evidence that, like, I'm not just descending on this because of Dak Prescott, KG, you are my witness. Before the season started, I called you at one point, and I asked, why are we so certain about this Mike McCarthy offensive play caller thing? Because wasn't him getting out of Green Bay partially because the offense had become, you know, less effective and more predictable? That and his relationship with Aaron Rodgers had deteriorated to a point where the two couldn't coexist anymore. And those are also because of offensive issues. And so, like, that was the thing. But I was like, look, man, I'm willing. It's early in the season. Ain't nobody trying to hear all that to begin with, right? And let's be honest. In the optimism portion of gearing up to a season, really and truly, ain't nobody trying to hear that, right? Okay, cool. Um, But as we've gone, you look up and – there have been offensive issues. You've had opportunities for defense to show up and be really evident. And that is kind of, I don't want to say hidden, but it is, you know, kind of de-emphasized some of the negatives. And we've talked a lot about the red zone woes, and that's been one way that this shown up. But when it comes down to it, like, we've seen issues with the ways that this offense works and, like, the basic design of it. And look, you could say, Reggie, you know what the hell you're talking about, right? We can talk about the, the fact of the matter that you know, the average depth of target has dropped dramatically for, the, for Dak Prescott. You know, anecdotally, I talked about the idea of it doesn't feel like they could get the chunk plays. You remember that conversation, KG? Mm-hmm. All right, man. Y'all don't have to listen to me. Who am I? How about due to playing the Super Bowl, due to been a very good quarterback, in the NFL. Former NFL MVP. Dude has been an MVP. Dude who still works breaking down offenses in football. His name is Kurt Warner. And I take you to cut number 20 here, Chris. As Kurt Warner was breaking down one of the plays. Now, of course, this is not going to be indicative of everything. But he's breaking down one of the plays that happened in this game. It was not one of the interceptions. But the concept that they're trying to run is double slants. And he's breaking down why this particular play was not effective for the Cowboys as you watch this play what I want you to notice is that both receivers run their routes at the same depth what what we're trying to do is, is see movement but if both of these guys are running their routes at the same depth it's impossible to be on time to the outside throw unless you're just guessing ahead of time because you can't get a read off of the inside linebacker unless this guy makes him do something And so if he's going to push up five yards and he's going to push up five yards and you've got to throw it as this guy's breaking out of his five-yard slant, how do you get a read off of this guy until this guy breaks? 
So one of the details that I've always run with double slant is I run this guy on a one-step slant. One-step slant, three-step slant. One step so I can get a read. I can get an idea of what this guy's doing. So if he does push through on the one step, I can react back to the inside. Otherwise, I have no chance. So we get that read, and then this guy comes out of his break later than the other guy. Obviously, it's a visual medium, and that comes from um, Kurt Warner's quarterback confidential YouTube page. But you can hear the idea of... we talked about play purpose. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. The idea that, you know, the play has a purpose. If the purpose that you intend is the play is not designed to actually give you that, the idea is that, all right, the plays are now going to make it easier for your quarterback, who people have concerns about, then make it easier for him. What happens if what you're doing is actually not making it easier for him is giving him a lose-lose situation and a circumstance? How is your offense supposed to win in that instance? And, of course, this is one indication of this but like there's a lot of instances where you can look at teams being able to see what's happening or simply just they're not being an actual you know worthwhile option in passing and of course this shows up against the Niners which are a very good team mm-hmm. but it also kind of shows up against the the Cardinals which how do you feel about them right like are you willing to say that that's very good defense maybe mm. right that's that's my frustration, and I I can see that as like not a super trained uh, football eye. Although I had the opportunity of looking at all twenty two, so you can actually see what's happening here. But no, man, if there's lose lose situation for the quarterback, of course you're going to look up and say the quarterback stinks because there's not an opportunity there. And that's one of the things that you know so far in Mike McCarthy's offense has been lamented is the lack of separation that these receivers have. You know, had so far against opposing coverage. And not only that, you saw that play itself out against San Francisco and Kurt Warner talking about, you know, the depth of what the route is being run, receivers being in the same area. Dak Prescott doesn't have the ability to manipulate defenses because guys are either running in the same area, running similar routes that doesn't, you know, allow defenses to try to make decisions that could create an advantage for the quarterback to be able to take advantage of. He's also not going through the kinds of progressions that at times you would feel like a quarterback of his skill level and experience would be able to do. Sure. So much to the point that it can create, from Mike McCarthy's standpoint, some predictability. Well, before we get to the point of predictability, when you talk about progressions, that's one thing that the West Coast offense has more of is true progressions. Mm-hmm. One of the things I find interesting is there's a lot of time where we look at a film, cut a film, and we go, this person is open, and we do not know necessarily um, what the assignments are, what the design of the play is, what you're looking for. In true progressions, you should be able to see that a little bit clearer. And then also what that means is that Dak Prescott, and this is the part that's supposed to make it easier, you know exactly where you're supposed to go in any given chance. If there's instances where that is not the progression and there's a wide-open receiver, that's also an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Right, if the progression is meant to be in certain places, but on the back side of that play, you have open receivers. Well, maybe that receiver's open because the defense obviously is gearing towards where you're supposed to go, which then also probably speaks to your predictability. Which takes me to cut number thirty. Fred Warner on the uh, the Warner House podcast uh, details. So obviously, one of the big plays of the game was Fred Warner sacking 
you know, Dak Prescott deep in, um, you know, Cowboys own territory. Now, this is after the Cowboys had gotten the turnover. Jordan Lewis is able to strip the football from Christian McCaffrey. Huge play, first of all, going and making a tackle. Yes. And then also ripping the ball out. Like, Jordan Lewis deserves a little bit of credit for that play. Yeah, and on the ensuing possession, the Cowboys take over offensively. Listen to how Fred Warner details exactly how that play broke down and what he recognized in order to sack Dak Prescott. They tried to motion CD to kind of see, all right, it's a man's zone read. I knew that they either, they love slants and they love crossing routes to try to, when, when we're in man coverage, if they want our guys to run into each other as their guys are kind of crossing to knock them off. And so I'm popping and I'm kind of looking in my peripheral to see if they're crossing. I, I see CD coming across and the tight end. So I literally just had to try to jump in front of both of them to knock them off just to make sure that they didn't rub the, the guys that were covering. So boom, when I knock them off, that knocks the timing off of the play. Dak's like... Jack has a pump it. Oh, he, he escapes out. And then it's just perfect little lane for me to just run up and ride in through there and Sacaroni. First of all, Sacaroni uh, is lame as hell, but whatever. Hey I'm man. Not- when you you do what you want when you're popping, and right now Fred Warner is popping the pop brother. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, if you listen to him, he is detailing exactly the tendencies that this Mike McCarthy offense is running so much to the point that he's able to be four players in one. First of all, it's a credit to Fred Warner and his so unbelievable ab- ability for one. He's so good. Uh, but the idea being he knows conceptually what the Cowboys want to do, how to do it, and predicted how he would need to make a play and stop the entire play you know, with the route concept and everything else that was happening in order to force Dak Prescott to hold the football and ultimately make the sack. Now, Dak Prescott's got to get rid of the football. He's got to throw it away. Yeah, that— Period. Yep. Um, that's the, number one. Yep. But again, this goes to some of the things that I do not like about this offense is that there appears to be no innovation, no creativity, and I go back to the separation when it comes to receivers. Your receivers are not winning enough off of the line of scrimmage to depend on them to win their individual matchups that you don't necessarily scheme them open the way, oh, that's right, how Kyle Shanahan does. If you're going to run this offense, a lot of it is going to depend on your playmakers to be able to win their individual matchups. And here's what bothered me most about San Francisco and what they did to Dallas and their receivers. They had no respect for CeeDee Lamb, for Michael Gallup, and hell, even at times Brandon Cooks, for their ability to win their matchup. And they said, we're going to get up on the line, play press man coverage, and we dare you to beat us because we don't believe that you can. Even with Jimmy Jimmy Ward, DeMondre Lenore, we don't believe that your receivers are good enough to beat us one-on-one. And guess what? They weren't on Sunday night. And that, to me, is a problem going forward. If you're not going to win your matchups, it's upon your coach now to scheme and find creativity to create mismatches and advantages to get these dudes, as you like to say, butt naked, wide open. Yeah. Because that's what Kyle Shanahan does every single time, even with the skilled guys of Ayuk, Samuel Kittle, and all the guys well, alike. Can I can I frame this not against Kyle Shanahan? I would like to frame it against your opponent on the Period, Monday, yeah. Right? Because this is the thing. When it comes to Mike McCarthy as a head coach, we couldn't really judge him. Like it was hard to judge him because, like, hey, he's a walk around head coach. But then, when that's the case, you look up twelve wins, twelve wins, right? Those are really good winning seasons. And you look up and you go, that is a, a an attribute of the head coach. 
But now you you hire yourself as the play caller offensively. Now you have to be compared in that play calling role. And Kellen Moore had very good offenses statistically. The problem with Kellen Moore was situational, right? And though it definitely showed up in, in instances and it ended up being an issue. However, now you have bigger issues that are simply you know, the, the basis of the offense. Mm-hmm. You can't even get to situational football because you don't have enough football in you offensively right now. And that that is a very clear step down in offense. And th- not even just like the 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 reeled back step down. This is a, you know, ability step down. And that might be the smoking gun on Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. He might have been his own undoing in this one. Yeah. And of course, we're five weeks in, right? Maybe there's some level of figuring it out. But if it does not include more motion, which is funny because, hey, what was what happened on that fir- the one touchdown that they had? They got Cavante Turpin, a, basically a running start in motion. Well, what's funny is he didn't even get a running start, but he got outside leverage. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he was in motion. He, he motioned. Moving. He stopped. But he had outside leverage, which allowed him to use his speed, right? Mm-hmm. There's reasons why these things are utilized in modern football. Mike McCarthy is not utilizing those enough. He's predictable, and he's not, he's not helping the offense be better. And like I said, it's kind of crazy that as a head coach, him wanting to call plays might ultimately be his smoking gun. And you know what? It was funny because last thing on this, Brian Schottenheimer, the offensive coordinator, detailed some of this. He's like, we were surprised at how much man coverage that San Francisco played against us on Sunday night. This is a team that traditionally plays more zone coverage, mm-hmm. but they got up on these receivers and they played man coverage on them and they dared them to beat them. And again, they couldn't do it. So even to the surprise of their own offensive coordinator, San Francisco played a much more physical brand of football that didn't allow these receivers to get the kind of separation that they need to even have open throwing lanes for Dak Prescott. Oh boy. Cowboys offense frustrating so far. And boy, it's going to look real frustrating if you don't do it on Monday. <laughs> Coming up next on the Get Right with Reggie KG. I will debut a segment, and you let me know what you think. We'll do it next on 105 Through the Fan. Back here on the Get Right, we're Reggie Kate G on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up? Regal and Chris holding it down for here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. DetroitRay.com text line 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Also live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DallasFanCam and on YouTube as well. Appreciate you hanging out with us on this Wednesday night. We'll get you a little closer to your your weekend. Right now, though, I'll turn it over to my man, Reg. All right. So we're about to debut a segment. It's actually a segment I used to do in college. And so I haven't done it in a long time. We're going to see about uh, trying it out and see how we like it. How's that sound, KG? Let's do it. All right. It's time for buy or sell. All right, now buy or sell is a very simple game. And you know what? Kind of like this or that, but a lot more straightforward. All right. I know. It was getting a little little hectic. So we're going to make this, <laughs> we're going to even this out. Uh, five questions. Oh, okay. KG doesn't know them ahead of time. In fact, he didn't even know about the segment. That's right. Um, 
And, of course, he doesn't know about him because knowing him would be cheating. Cheating like, I don't know, banging trash cans. Mm. Get signals. Mm. It's I bad. like what you did there. Yeah, I like bad. what you did there. Um, beyond that, some they can be about sports, but they can be not be about sports. And we I found over my time that you know some of the best ones aren't about sports. Um, and finally, we're just trying to have fun. So on October 11th, 2023, on the Get Right, Reggie, KG, shout out to Chris and the Pimp Cup. Let's do buy or sell number one. All right. And I begin by taking you to Stockholm, Sweden. Stockholm is planning to ban gas cars and diesel cars from their downtown in 2025. So 20 blocks of Stockholm's inner city area, spanning its finance and main shopping districts, will be restricted to electric vehicle traffic only. Announcing the plan, Lars Stormgren, the city's vice president for transportation, says, nowadays the air in Stockholm causes babies to have lung conditions, so on and so forth, whatever. <laughs> you understand. Okay. You understand. Once we start talking about the babies, you know what we're talking about. Like, look, all right. Reg loves the kids. That's okay. But uh, buy or sell KG, the idea of a city banning cars from its downtown, particularly gas cars. I mean, I'll buy it if the city's willing to pay, you know, give me an electric car. <laughs> like, I mean, what what's the remedy here? You are you gonna you gonna provide me with a alternative form of Transportation. Otherwise, I'm selling. They got public transport. So everybody going to get on the bus? Or get an electric car. Again, who's providing me the funds to get this electric car? I told you they got public transport. What you mean? If I don't want to take the bus, I'm I'm walking everywhere? Sure. Stockholm's very walkable. For, for, For everyone? Sure. Selling. Unless their government is like, hey, we're going to provide you the means to get you an electric car. I t- what do you think the word public and public transport means? My, my Exactly. My point is selling. What do you mean exactly? Selling. All right. Y'all, hey. I have to buy this one. Why? Man, I'm a double major. Got to bring out that environmental studies. Degree oh, environmental oh, right. Studies. Oh, right. Come on. They got Greta Thunberg out there, you know, environmentalist out there. Come on. Got to switch over. I feel like you should have given me a legitimate reason why you're you're buying this. It's gonna cost because it's gonna stop the babies from it's choking, KG. You don't lot, love y'all. babies, KG. You were the one that said whatever. So and so is the babies in conditions and whatnot. No, nah, I was. Just, I don't need to keep going. Once you yeah, hear that, yeah. once you hear that babies are getting lung cancer, I thought that'd be enough. But apparently, KG needs more reasons to not give babies lung cancer. Have Again, what empathy. are you going to do to ensure that I get around the way that I need to? Public transportation again I, what and if everybody can't do that what you mean what if it's public transportation what if they don't want to take the bus then they then they got to find a different way in what if it how what kind of hey all right kg if you gave your daughter some dinner and she was like what if i don't want this dinner what never mind we move along to <laughs> buy or sell number <laughs> two because he's not listening he'll listen to this one though oh, kg I'm selling the first one. Period. KG, are you are you pro police officers? What are you doing right now? Asking a simple question. Yes. Okay. Good for you. Uh, it seems like a, a gentleman in Minneapolis might not be for a very particular reason. Oh. Because a Minneapolis police officer was apparently outed 
As an OnlyFans model last week after she pulled over a driver who turned out to be a subscriber to her page. (laughs) The driver who recognized the officer told Fox 9 in Minneapolis that he's been following her OnlyFans page for five months. And he says it took about 10 minutes before he figured it out. Quote, uh, then we were doing a little talking and checking. I was like, man, she got an OnlyFans page. I'm on her OnlyFans page. Uh, he went on to talk about, um, you know, seemed that that man, you know, that woman and her husband or someone like that mm-hmm. had made content that he had he had participated in. He ultimately uh, concluded with this thought process. You can't arrest me no more. I've seen your private parts. He went on to say, I wouldn't want her to be arresting me. And I just saw you and your husband last night for twenty nine dollars, twenty nine ninety nine engage in the thing on OnlyFans. I just can't respect you or the precinct that you're working at. So, KG, with that being the case, can someone arrest you? Do you buy or sell the idea that someone can, can't arrest you if you've seen them naked? Sell. He could have used that $30 to use by paying his fine for the ticket that he uh, apparently about to get from the officer. What $30 tickets are you seeing? My point is he could have used the money toward that. All right, let's change the buy or sell. Buy or sell. Reckless to spend $29.99 probably per pay period on OnlyFans. <laughs> on a, a single OnlyFans. I mean, if you got it, why not? What do I say to that? It's probably depraved. Twenty nine ninety nine. My man is my, my man is paying my man is paying uh, basic cable prices for a single c- couple and Must watch, be a hell of a show. Watching their stuff. Must be a hell of a show. Yeah, at least, at least two streaming services with that price. Man, that's what I was thinking because I'm like thinking two of mine that I have right now that, that I could you know. Also, KG, the text line would like to let you know that it's reckless because to, to if you got the money, you, uh, why not? Is what you said. Because it's for you can get stuff for free, apparently, on these interwebs is what people want you to know. Now, if you're looking for premium content, then maybe that's what he's getting for uh, his $29.99. Hmm. Okay. You seem to have a little bit of experience in this. I'm hmm. just saying it's a free country, free enterprise, capitalism, America. You think this police officer should be, officer should be getting in trouble like it seems like she is? No, do what you do. Hustle. Everybody got to hustle. Everybody got side, side hustle. Her just happens to be one full of talent with her husband, apparently. Okay, very good. Uh, we move it along to buy or sell number three. <laughs> that gets a little sportsy because it involves a certain man named Thomas Brady. Are you familiar with this gentleman? Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Yep, I know who that is. That's right. Uh, apparently, the TB12 fitness um, facilities um, are, seem to be closing. Of course they are. As noted by Ben Volan of the Boston Globe, something is happening with TB12. The online store locator currently returns an error message in lieu of addresses. The business continues to be online operationally uh, or operates online. However, there are no brick and mortar stores anymore. During the pandemic, it's worth noting that TB12 received a PPP loan in excess of $960,000. That's right. So, KG, you're buy or sell. Buy or sell. TB12 is a scam. We just now learning that? <laughs> Come on, man. Of course I'm buying that. Ben bought it. Bought stock in it. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Tom Brady really got you out here thinking that y'all could be 
you know, playing football at the age of 100 years old at the level that he was playing. Like, come on, man. Scam. All you got to do is avoid strawberries. If you listen to KSC Masterpiece every day, you will learn that it's a scam. Shout out to Kevin Hagelin. Come on, man. No. Hey, man, is goofy. Um, doctor that's not a doctor? Yeah. What's his name? Alex Gutierrez, whatever his name is. I don't remember. Yeah. Guerrero? I don't Guerrero, whomever. Are you ready to move it along? Oh, I, I, I had, I, I've been bought, I've been bought that. Long time. <laughs> I'm buying this one too. A we bit, can't trust like any had stock quarterbacks in that. out here. We can't trust any quarterbacks. Oh, Brett Favre, come on. Now We're wait a minute. That's that's a well. Mm-mm. Is there a quarterback that you would buy stuff from and feel good about? Oh, that's a good question. Probably Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, yep. Probably Mahomes. What 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 would the uh, PM15 product be? If you had to just drum one up. Sunglasses, probably. As long as Jackson Mahomes doesn't have a part of it, I'm buying it. Oh, wow. Jackson, mm, Jackson Mahomes catching strays here. That's mm-hmm. tough. Should. All right, let me take you to Chicago, gentlemen. Okay. Where the Chicago Tribune reported um, that a 104-year-old woman sky took a skydiving uh, excursion. She jumped uh-huh. from 13,500 feet. Mm-hmm. The dive lasted seven minutes. Um, and it is thought that she is the oldest person to have uh, skydived. We found out this week that she has passed away. <gasps> oh, no. Yep. So, gentlemen, buy or sell. The excitement of the skydive took her out. <laughs> is this a post-traumatic heart attack going on here? I, I don't know. I okay, can't say so specifically. How many days after... The skydiving trip that she passed away. She a week, a week, a week. Oh, I'm selling. I'm selling. Now, if you had said within 48 hours, <laughs> now we, we might have had oh, a different no. conversation here. But a week, you know, the adrenaline had time to wear off. Like, yeah, we, we're we're okay. Was she? Did she not have enough adrenaline? Did she need to skydive again? A couple days after. Yeah, I think it was too much of a dive here. Just sitting on the couch watching TV after skydiving. Oh, she was bored. Bored. So you're saying she was like literally bored anymore? Yeah. How how do you go back to living regular life after you done jumped thirteen thousand five hundred feet out there? The most cliche joke. So she was literally bored to. All right. Okay. (laughs) I got it. Get it. See. All right. We go on to buyer cell number four, where we bounce to Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, or sorry, Kevin Stefanski. Two days ago, let us know that Deshaun Watson will be out there as soon as he's ready, mm-hmm. functionally ready. Remember that he was cleared to play, except he didn't this past week. Uh, Jake Trotter of, oh my goodness, where does Drake, Jake work in? Uh, oh, he covers the Browns for ESPN. That's right. Um, tweeted today, letting us know that Deshaun Watson normally talks from the locker room podium on Wednesdays. However, he did not talk today, according to the team. Deshaun Washington's cooked in Cleveland. Buy or sell? I'm buying that. It was cooked the day he got signed. The day he got signed, he was cooked in Cleveland. Um, I'm buying that he's probably cooked, but, you know, you can't sell him anywhere else. Um, So you might as well either try to resuscitate that or I don't know what you got to do because, yeah, I don't know what you do with that. I, I don't know. Jimmy Haslam and Kevin Stefanski got a real problem. Like, what's the problem? So he's medically cleared, but.
but he doesn't feel comfortable in playing is what it is. That's what it seems like from what I've been able to tell. Now, I'm not the guy that's going to tell an NFL football player who participates in car crashes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. three hours at a time, you know, 18 weeks at a time, like, get out there, tough it out, you know, and go and go play if you don't feel like you're capable to – because you got to play that game as close to mentally and physically at 100% as possible. Otherwise, you're going to get crushed out there. So, yeah. I've been wondering if Deshaun's been cooked. I asked that question, I think, a few weeks ago. I was like, is Deshaun cooked out here? I think it was the Monday night game against the Yeah, but he was the, still playing uh, at that point. Now he's Steelers. A, they got him avoiding the field and the media. Who's their backup there? Your, your man's DTR. Dorian I think Thompson they had to start P.J. Walker this week if uh, he doesn't play. You remember P.J. Walker from the uh, XFL days? And the Panthers. Yeah, Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. One time Chicago Bear, I think, at one point. Also... Apparently, the Cleveland Browns taking the, uh, <clears throat> shall we say, Cam Newton route of building a quarterback room. <laughs> That's what they should sign. Let's get Cam Newton out there just see what he, you know. I'm sure that'll make Browns fans feel better. It'd be hilarious, though. All right, buy our son number five real quick. All right. Kai Jones. <laughs> I know who this is. Kai Jones no longer playing, or I believe he is, it looks like he will no longer be uh, with the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Kai Jones, by by the way, who had requested a trade and had been viewed as kind of erratic from the Charlotte Hornets, will be available. Buy or sell the, the Mavs taking a little flyer on Kai Jones. Sell? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> you got to sell that. I mean, 3.4 points per game. Where are you getting out of that? What are the Mavs adding with Kai Jones? <laughs> a big man. New Hampshire native. Wow, that's random to know. Okay. Wasn't Terrence Ross flaming his ass on Instagram or something like that? That sounds like something that happened. Yeah. No, I, I'm good on that. I'm selling. Oh, they got sell too many that. guards on the team as it is right now anyway. He's not a guard. He's a he's a big man. Or whatever he is. I, they I got too many of whatever he is. Whatever he is. <laughs> KG's like, whatever he is, I don't want it. I don't want it. I never, I never heard of the dude until, you know, he randomly requested the trade from Charlotte, hence my lack of knowledge on who Kai Jones is. Mm-hmm. We got too many Kais anyway. We're good here. Wow. Yeah. What's the cap on Kais then? One. You have a Kai limit? Yeah. Didn't I realize a Kai limit was a thing? Especially when this Kai comes with all of the baggage he come with. Which one? Kai Jones or Kyrie? <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. I don't. I need you to specify. Uh, Chief Hila. And that's how we play by ourselves. <laughs> so final call next on the get right. This segment of 105.3 The Fan is sponsored by Classic Chevrolet. Texas, it's Classic Truck Month at Classic Chevrolet. Like you, grit runs deep. They're determined to get the toughest trucks with the biggest savings. Over 300 new Silverados on the ground. Unprecedented one-time offers claim yours before it's gone. This is Texas. This is Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
Final time here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Shout out to Rico Mendoza and Chris holding it down for us here on this Wednesday night here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate Jared Sandler for joining us at 820 via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. If you missed anything during our three-hour show, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app or... Go to 105throughthefan.com. You can hit the Get Right Podcast page, and you can listen to any show, any segment, anytime on demand. I'll be joined by the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold tomorrow from 7 to 11 p.m. Reg will be back with me on Friday as we get you ready for week six of the National Football League, some huge college football action. Yeah. And we preview the American League Championship Series between your Texas Rangers Mm -hmm. In the Houston Astros. Spicy. Looking forward to that over the next couple of days. It's the final call before we get out of here on this Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Just want to give a little update on what was happening in another division series. Mm -hmm. uh, The NLDS between the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks obviously lead that one 2-0. Have an opportunity to put it out out of the way, right? Did Did you freeze? You there? Yeah, they were. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. My bad. Uh, I was. I just. I just wanted to make sure that you. Were oh there. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, see, the, sweep the you, know, tonight. You, you know what the problem was? I looked at you in the camera, and you were holding perfectly still. And I was like, Oh no, we lost him. <laughs> uh, that, that's how we know. Like I think we're all we're all very zoomified. Uh huh. Everybody's been in like having to be in uh, different video conferencing calls for for a few years now. That's right. My brain reverted back, even though like I haven't been talking to you for three hours straight at this point. Yeah. Um, no, the Arizona Diamondbacks lead 4-2 to two, uh, heading into the ninth. So they, it, it, it's a little bit of a tight game, but Arizona, if they can hold on, get themselves um, get themselves through here, they can move along to the NLCS. We're really about to have a Phillies-Diamondbacks National League Championship Series? It's what everybody expected, right? Hell no. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I love the Phillies' offense. Like They've got offense for days. But that is not the matchup that I was wanting to see. I was wanting to see the two powerhouses of the Braves and the Dodgers go at it. How powerful and, can the powerhouses be if they don't get a win? Well, clearly the, the Braves. Um, Postseason the baseball, baby. The Phillies are the Braves' kryptonite. And the Diamondbacks, I don't know what's gotten into them. Um, because they limped themselves into the playoffs, and all of a sudden they can't lose. That's right. Can't lose. Yeah, that'd be three wild card teams out of four. Baseball is is a real, real crapshoot, man. Shout out to the 972 on the text line. Um, when it comes to wild card teams and making runs, man, if you get hot at the right time uh, in the postseason, you can go a long way, and we're finding that out firsthand. Uh, with the Texas Rangers and what they've been able to do. so Do people enjoy that? Do people enjoy the idea? Because I, I guess like the idea of randomness in some ways get, keeps it exciting. Obviously, you don't know exactly what's sure. going to happen, but it does kind of – it's tough. It does kind of tear down some of like the merit of a full season, right? It's such a long season, and these teams play so many games – and you feel like you parse out who the best of the best is through 162 games. And Except all that doesn't sudden, matter. It doesn't matter. Right now, now it's just about this tournament that we have at the end. 
That in the NHL. Especially once you add wild cards, right? Yes. I think baseball purists were a lot more comfortable with it because it's like, oh, you earned your way in by having to win your division. I think the wild cards maybe take you a little bit further away from that. And I do wonder if people like appreciate or have a have a appreciation for and like the kind of random championship generator that this thing can start to feel like at times. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to find out if the Diamondbacks can finish that off and if the Phillies can do the same uh, on our end because that would be a very surprising uh, nationally championship series if it does, in fact, in fact happen. As we are in the final call here on the Get Right, shout out to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Did you see this? No, oh, what did he do this time? What did, what did old Raj do this time? Uh, he's about to get a bunch of money. Um, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is nearing a three-year contract extension that would push, get this, would push him to $700 million in career earnings. His most recent annual salary is to believe is believed to be nearly a whopping sixty-four million dollars. Yep, I, uh, that, that 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 company got so much money. Why would you not pay that dude? If nothing else, Roger Goodell during his tenure as NFL commissioner has done one thing and done one thing very well, which is. Make the NFL a ton of money. I hear you on that. However, can I offer a counter-argument? Oh. It's the NFL. They don't not make money. Right? And they also don't necessarily make money just because of, like, how brilliant they are. They make money because they're the NFL. Well, I mean, there's something to that, but somebody got to be smart enough to be able to run the thing. Do they? Like, I think sometimes we give folks too much credit. Like, hey, man. This this feels too big to fail. Like, I don't know how bad you have to be to actually tank the NFL. And you know what? I would like to propose, and maybe I'm just giving my idea for free and somebody's going to steal it. I would like to go to a some, some studio or some network and propose a reality TV show, Tank the NFL. I want to see <laughs> who is so bad that they can get this thing out of here. I'm sure Elon Musk would take you up on that offer. Well, time to go. <laughs> appreciate the hard work of Rigo Mendoza and Chris on this Wednesday night thank you gentlemen appreciate it and also all of you who joined us tonight on our three hour version of the get right Revenge KG here on 105.3 The Fan again I'll be back tomorrow with Chris Arnold three time Hall of Famer Reg will be back on Friday mm-hmm. enjoy your day off Reg uh, hope you enjoy that man oh I'm going to like I've been thinking about it since yesterday <laughs> To be completely honest. <laughs> For Rigo and Chris, my partner, Reginald Atatula. My name is Kevin Gray. This has been the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Tune in to Sean and RJ beginning tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Y'all be good. Be easy. Peace. You like offense? You've come to the right place. You like offense? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 